Welcome to my couch. <laughs> Thank you for having me. Um, when I say self-care, what do you think of? Well, well I've been listening to your podcast and I've heard oh, what other people have said nice. that, are, that are, you know, right on the mark. And I think for me particularly, I'm so careful of my mental health these days. So, um, yeah, it can be, for so many things, it can be um, taking care of your body and your skin and eating right and exercising and those things. And it can also be just taking care of the way you feel, the way you feel about yourself, about your family, about your life, so that you can sleep and you can enjoy other things. So self-care for me is about my, my brain, my mind, the way I feel right now. Okay. Ooh, let's dig deeper. <laughs> I hear, I hear like a music box or something upstairs. Oh, because my housemate has her um, radio playing like classical music to, oh, so she can okay. go to sleep. It sounded... She's probably got it louder than usual so that we don't keep her awake. It sounded like um, one of my son's toys, like one of the little like do 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 do. And I'm like, did he follow me over here? Phil snuck in the back with the baby. He's like, take him away. Um. Thank you so much for having me over. This is yeah. my friend Ruth, friend and neighbor. neighbor. Very convenient. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, I've left the baby two doors down, so I'm having a, like a girls' night out with some tea and well, cake. Well, it's about time you haven't. The last time you were here was the royal wedding. Oh my god! <laughs> when was that? May. May. <gasps> I know. Stop it. We've had a lot of tea and drinks and things outside yes this is but, true yeah yeah this is the last time i was on this couch mm-hmm. so thank you for having me back mm-hmm. even though you thought you were coming to my place i did i just showed up at your door <laughs> scared me <laughs> sorry like, ah. <laughs> yeah surprise here i am Hello. um so i asked you to come up with a topic and you're you're you were building off of last week's topic i was That's yeah great. um First of all, I'm sorry I don't have as really cool an accent <laughs> as your friend Caroline does. Come on. Listen, I was, I, so I was driving home from my client today and it was the last one I wanted to listen to of your podcast so that I could catch up. And I went, who is she talking to? Oh yes. Very exotic. I say phone. <laughs> We're on the phone. That's and I just really that's liked it. That's pretty good. And I also thought she had a lot of great things to say and it, um, so I guess if you're listening and you didn't listen to last week, it was about giving yourself a break, cutting cutting yourself some slack, mm-hmm. and particularly around the language we use when we're talking to ourselves. Yeah, if it's if it's in our head or out loud, and Caroline was talking about the language she uses and how it's impacting her daughter, mm-hmm. and we all do that. And I was thinking about um, a phrase that I learned, and so I wanted to talk uh, with you about the mental health side of self-care. Okay. Particularly because I am someone who suffers from generalized anxiety disorder. So a little bit of background. My whole family has anxiety. We run, it runs through our genes. Um, Got it from my mom's side of the family. Mm. Her brother also had it. And mental health can range from, I'm very fortunate it's it's, um, manageable and it's Mm -hmm. smaller, but it can be, Things like this general feeling of, of being anxious or unsettled all the way up to eating disorders. So mine is related to a feeling of anxiety that can overwhelm you and make you 
um, really unable to function mm-hmm. or to crawl into yourself. It's not a depression. It's I've read a, an expression once that it's like when you're in a chair tipping backwards and you don't quite fall. That oh feeling gosh. just before you fall. That's, That's awful. really close. So uh, for a long time, I thought I was having heart problems. Mm-hmm. And I worked with my doctor and I also worked with a naturopath and they worked together. And I was diagnosed and Mm-hmm. Long story short, after years of working on it with medication and supplements and diet, mm-hmm. I live with it quite well and, and don't have very many flare-ups. But I have to work at it. Mm-hmm. So for me, it's very important because I never want to feel like that. I don't like feeling out of control. Yeah. And so that's also part of it, of letting go. And um, so there's a lot of things that I need to do. And one of them was to learn to reframe a lot of the things I was thinking. Yeah. So part of it is the way I think about myself and the words I use about myself. And then the, so I was thinking about the other side of the same coin that Caroline was talking about. Yeah. And whereas we talked about, or you talked about giving yourself grace, the other side is giving other people some grace Mm -hmm. because it relieves so much pressure on you. So, when I first learned about this concept, it's now probably 11 years ago. And um, I was working in the government. I had a, um, an executive role in the Ontario government. And it was... A, I didn't know that. Yes, I did. Oh I was the, Well, I was the Director of Business Effectiveness for Service Ontario. What? So, yeah. You know how you can go get your health card and your driver's license yeah. in one place? My team did that. What? Yes. Thank you're welcome. You. You're Thank welcome. Thank you. <laughs> it was a great, wonderful job. And um, I left to start my own company. I left Service Ontario because I learned so much and I wanted to go out on my own. Anyway, mm-hmm. so um, when I first joined there, I had been in the public, um, I had never been in the public sector. I'd been in the private sector for 17 years. Mm-hmm. And I go into the public sector, which is a different very ball different game. ball game, right? Yeah. And I was told by my boss that, you know, I was doing a great job, but... Um, you really could get along with some people better. And I'm like, oh, that, Lord, yeah. I've never been told this, right? Come on. And it was mostly because of expectations yeah. and just a different way of operating and things that you didn't say and things you didn't do. Then you're looking around like, who, who's yeah. complaining about me? Well, I, I found out who it was. Oh, my God. Anyway, during that time, there was a woman who I ended up working with quite civilly with after this episode. Mm-hmm. Good who you. confronted me in the hallway, in an elevator <laughs> oh, lobby. No. It was like lunchtime or something. Come on. And she shook her finger in my, like literally <gasps> like this. So Oh, she's telling you to behave yeah. Oh, yeah. while shaking her finger. Yeah. So her <laughs> finger was just inches from my face. She was red. She was so angry. And it turned out she was angry about something that someone who worked for me on my team okay. had done to someone who worked on her team. <gasps> And uh, Ruth, you've got to fix this and blah, 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 like yelling at me. So I got my back up yeah. and all this stuff. And I we, like we just kind of parted ways and agreed to talk about it later. It turned out I was going to a coach. So I had an executive coach for a year. And I didn't know at the time that it was not that great a thing to brag about because it was only for those people that they figured needed some help getting along with other people. Oh no. I <laughs> so you're in the special class. I was class. in the special class. Oh no. Well the thing is it's the best thing that ever yeah, happened to me. Yeah. It was a gift and it they were right. They were right. 
I need to The Ontario reframe. government was, was right. right. Well, my boss, my boss was a wonderful man and um, he unfortunately couldn't give feedback. Mm-hmm. So he should have been able to coach me, but he couldn't. So he sent me to someone who could. Okay. Afterwards, he and I worked on his ability to coach. So it took a year and yeah. I turned it around mm-hmm. and got all kinds of great kudos for doing that. But I really, it took a lot of work. Yeah. How do you unlearn? Like there's, yeah. there's such a way to behave in a corporate, like private sector company, right? Like I can. I grew up in the automotive industry. Oh yeah. Forget about it. In the eighties <laughs> and the nineties. So yeah. No. I had to unlearn language, not cursing. I mean like Just phrases tone, that you yeah. don't say and tone and patriarchal work and yeah. all that. So anyway, when I walked into my coach's office after this elevator lobby incident, mm-hmm. and I said, what is wrong with this woman? And there's other <laughs> examples of people behaving like this, and nobody's doing anything about it. And she says, Ruth, just, can you just take a breath? You just made me sit there. And, and she said, I have a mantra for you, and you will use this the rest of your life. And I'm like, yeah, whatever. Mantra, yoga, blah. <laughs> Thanks, lady. Thanks. So she said, Kindness and curiosity leave no room for anger and resentment. Mm. Kindness and curiosity leave no room for anger and resentment. And what she meant was, if you can approach these incidents or people with pure, real kindness Mm -hmm. and curiosity about what brought them to this point, Mm -hmm. it removes your anger and resentment. So she said, what kind of day, week or life has this woman had Mm -hmm. that she thinks it's okay to behave this way? And as soon as you do that, you realize, oh, it's not about me. So the TTC bus driver that's rude to you, mm-hmm. he's not rude to you. He doesn't even know you. Yeah. He's just rude. You're barely on. Yeah, you haven't even registered. And what brought him there? <laughs> yeah. The person who cut you off on the highway, they didn't cut you, but they don't know who you are. They just, whatever. Yeah, it's not personal. So it became about, most people are not jerks. Most people, as Brene Brown would say, are doing the best that they can. Mm-hmm. It doesn't make it right. It doesn't make it right that she shook her finger at me. It doesn't. Oh, that's I'm I'm so enraged for you, but I you're was. right. It's it not... doesn't make the guy right who cuts me off all those things, but mm-hmm. most people don't do it maliciously. Yeah. So when you can just take it off and it's not about you, mm-hmm. it releases so much tension. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, you and I were talking about how you're an empath in the room. Mm. And how you tend to go in and soak up the emotions that are happening yeah. or read the room. Yeah. Imagine if you could read the room and not get bogged down by yeah. feeling like you it's have to fix it. not my fault that that person in the corner is, yeah, sulking. And then that one over there is like mm-hmm. high strung. So the kindness and the curiosity oh. is what is making that person behave that way. Mm-hmm. Is it possible that they got bad news that day? Is it possible that... They didn't, they don't know how they sound. Mm -hmm. Is it possible that? So funny thing was two weeks later, same woman, same thing. The issue had not been resolved for whatever reason. Yeah. Just as angry. And so I looked at her and instead of reacting the same way, I was prepared. And I just said to her, how can I help? And it was like I poured a bucket of water on her. Mm. She wasn't expecting it. Of course not. And she, she probably gets the same reaction every time she tries to and communicate yeah. with people. Yeah. She's like this to a lot of people and it just worked. And I practiced this so much. It helped me in my life with my parents were both very ill. My dad had Alzheimer's. My mom had 
non-Hodgkin's lymphoma. Oh, my God. And they passed away within six weeks of each other, 12 years. No, how long ago was it? Six years ago. Seven years ago. What year is this? Seven years ago, this May. Wow. And before that, they were both very sick mm-hmm. at the same time. And I was always trying to explain things to them. And I was getting angry with them for, for being not... so difficult. Yeah. Because I couldn't couldn't say that the way my mom is speaking to me right now is not okay. Yeah. But it's not about me. Yeah. It's about her cancer and what she's dealing with. Yeah. And that was really, it still was hurtful to hear it, but it was a lot easier to deal with it. Yeah. Yeah. You're kind of looking at it from yeah. a, from a perspective of like, yeah. you know what? People are, people, I've had to do this with people in my life as well. And mm-hmm. I think it's, it's almost like, that person is just getting through their day and like you're you're like you're just flashing by them like they don't even really know that you're in their sphere sometimes it kind of happens that way and also like I've tried to be happy if you go to an event like well even Chrissy's um uh, shower that you had right after your loss my cat died the same day yeah and to have to you know like if you had been in like a bit withdrawn you weren't you managed like you like were engaged and everything like that but if you know maybe oh ruth ruth seemed a bit Ruth, Mm -hmm. why was she being grumpy that day like you there's so many things that you can't put on a happy face for it or you can't you know the funny thing is that what we tend to do in those situations is assume it's about us Mm -hmm. yeah so you can be vanity. Sure. <laughs> You're so vain. <laughs> you think my grumpy face is about you. It's true. But, you know, so picture a workplace and your boss walks by you and doesn't look at you. Oh, my God. That's like the story of my life. Right? And so because you've got something going on mm-hmm. or because whatever, you're like, oh, she's so mad at me because I did that report yesterday and she didn't like it. Yeah. Meanwhile, the reason she didn't look at you is because she's late for a meeting or she's hungry, or she has a headache. Or you're just not that or noticeable. She... <laughs> no, that makes it about you again. It's about her. Don't I look worthy of your glance today? Yeah, we tend to do that. Yeah. So that guy was rude to me because I didn't smile to him, the TTC bus driver. Mm. Or, you know, um, that guy cut me off because I'm going too slowly. Yeah, everyone's living their own movie, their mm-hmm. own storyline, yeah. and it's like you might not even find you're a minor character yeah. if you even make a blip on the radar yeah. at all. This topic, as you were describing this and and the phrase and everything, I actually, which I think I've stopped using as much as I used to, but um, Lindsay, our mutual friend, yes. who was on an earlier episode, um. I shared this with her a little while ago. It was a, a phrase that I'd heard on. It was a podcast that was recounting an old radio show. I don't, I don't, I can't credit it is what I'm trying to say. It's like, it's somebody's quote and it's not mm-hmm. mine. I don't mm-hmm. own this, but it's stupid and cheerful. So if you walk into a room and someone's being a bit of a jerk, just be, just play stupid mm-hmm. and be cheerful. Oh, really? That's yeah. it. You just made a rude comment. Oh, that's that's yeah. great. I really like your blouse. Mm-hmm. Just it's cheerful. And then that takes, so that's kind of like a bit of a, like maybe a bit, a couple of inches to the left of what you were saying. It's like you're giving people grace, whereas this is sort of giving it like. It's another way to deal with it. Yeah. You're putting it, you're putting it in a different bucket where it's just like, okay, you can have your thing because, oh, well, like I didn't even notice that there was an undertone yeah. to that. Yeah. But if you do notice the tone, 
just let it go because that tone is probably not directed at you. And if it is, then back to the stupid and cheerful. Well, that's stupid and cheerful or having a mantra. So um, my uh, friend will tell a story, um, which I always love listening to, about how she and her husband had had a fight and they were late for a party. And they got to the party finally and everybody's like, why are you late? What's going on? And so she decided her mantra mantra was going to be, I'm just so happy to be here right now. <laughs> yeah. I'm just so happy. And people be like, right, but why? Like, there's something going, what's going on? You know, I'm just so happy to be here right now. And she would keep saying it <laughs> with this stupid me. and happy, cheerful thing until they clicked in. I'm not answering you. Yeah. So being able to... Yeah, at first realize it's not about you. Second, decide how much you want to get involved at that moment. Mm-hmm. And if you don't want to get involved, be stupid and cheerful. Yeah, waggy finger lady. If it, oh, 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 I really like your new nail polish. Bye. Yeah, really. <laughs> uh, you know, it's harder to do in some cases than the other. But when you can ask a question that is kind and curious, yeah, it just that's yeah, that's to the heart of it. I think like yeah. it's it's people if if that's their her way of interacting with everybody mm-hmm. that would be just like that whoa you see me mm-hmm. you know she's probably going around screaming and having nobody like jumping mm-hmm. the way she's expecting them mm-hmm. to just because she's she's speaking a different language and then you just kind of mm-hmm. like yeah well it's um it's a little bit about grace and Mm -hmm. giving people grace and understanding that they're doing the best they can in this life Mm -hmm. and the other piece of it as well as practicing non-judgment which I'm a super judgmental person and every day I try try not to be sorry (laughs) silently judging oh yeah I know because you judge people across the street for misplacing their Christmas lights or the de- oh. Christmas decorations that are poorly, poorly strewn about. <laughs> poorly poorly decorated houses and lights that are up too late. Okay, yeah. That is me being, that's my rule when I run for queen. Yeah. But, um. You do run, you yeah. do run the. No, the I, I come by it honestly. My mom was a judgy person. I, she, she was the nicest lady and part of it is the language that she grew up with. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the language that you learn in the 30s in the 40s and it's just not okay anymore yeah so some of that and uh but it's really about there are whole other ways that people live their lives that are just fine Mm -hmm. and learning that um that mantra the kindness and curiosity piece helped me not be quite so judgy that everybody has to act like i do yeah and do things like i do yeah and the other thing she said to me was because i was talking about manners I said, they just have no manners at work. They People over-talk each other. And, you know, there are some basic societal norms, yeah. for sure. But there are also some differences related to other people and the way they grew up. So there was a gentleman that worked for me well into his 70s because the retirement age was gone. And he stood up every time a woman entered the room. Nobody else does that anymore. Mm-hmm. Does that make everyone else rude? I don't know, but maybe people would find that offensive because it's like, why don't you stand up when men come in the room? Why Absolutely. am I a different? Yeah, you're you're asking for trouble. Oh, my best friend, my well, my other best friend. Um, I have a female best friend and a male best friend, and they're essentially the same people, different genders. Mm-hmm. And he will say, um, "Why do you want me to hold the door for you?" <laughs> and he, I said, 
uh, it's not because I'm a woman. It's just because it's a nice thing to do. <laughs> I would open because, it for you too. Yeah. yeah. He yeah. gets really mad at having to step aside and let women off the elevator first or to hold doors for <gasps> Come women. Come on. Yeah. You'll know, have a big conversation about that. I can introduce you to chivalry him. Chivalry is dead, aka he wants chivalry. Yeah. yeah he chivalry, chivalry is dead. He doesn't believe in it. He really doesn't. Based on gender. Okay. He does based on just being kind to whoever's behind you. Yeah. Okay. But then, mm-hmm. I mean, uh, I guess he's worried. He's he's more concerned about the expectation from the the female recipient of the kind I gesture. Don't know. I just think he, he or he's just a potster. A little bit of a potster, but it's it's kind of fun. You can get really into good conversations on that. Mm-hmm. His rules for t- holding doors in the TTC. Okay. He will only hold it for you if you're within an arm's reach behind him. Otherwise, you're wasting time and ruining the flow. <laughs> okay, but that's being considerate to yeah, the organ, like the, the you know the whole ecosystem that's of true. the TTC. And the other thing are nanny laws. Don't tell him he can't eat saturated fats. If he wants to eat saturated <laughs> fats, he's going to eat saturated. Fats. Oh no, he doesn't wear a seatbelt and he won't wear a bike helmet. <laughs> that sort of thing. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> but no, he's fine. It's to protect the. Uh, if you make it a law, people have to at least consider it. It's expense on the healthcare system, no. really. So he's all for this, the cannabis legalization. He just wants all, he wants like the Portugal, Portugal Gosh, model you know, where it's really like no, about that. no rules on any I'm drugs. I'm sure he is. Yeah, probably. Okay. Lib- really libertarian. Libertarian? Yeah. Just uh, the funny thing is he works for, for um, a government agency as well. So it's like, yeah, oh, no. you're the government and you don't like government rules. Oh, come on. Yeah, that's not fair. <laughs> <laughs> He's funny. Oh my goodness. Yeah. But I think, I just think that's. That whole idea of suspending judgment and mm-hmm. making a mindful choice mm-hmm. as often as possible. And after a while, it becomes habitual. So my business partner and I have worked this into a lot of our training materials. We do it a lot in coaching. Mm-hmm. Because when you're coaching someone, Tell that's people what it's what all you about. Do. Mm. So my business partner and I have a company called Whiteboard Consulting. And we started it seven years ago in March. Um, focused around process improvement, so helping organizations be more efficient and make less mistakes and do more with less and that mm-hmm. sort of thing. But we don't do it like normal consultants, like the march in with binders and yeah. navy suits and leave you with binders that collect dust. We are a more fun and engaging approach, and we've mm-hmm. designed our own methodologies. And we started getting asked to teach people how to do this and then how to make the changes and implement them. So that yeah. meant... A lot of um, training on communication, how to have um, difficult conversations with people, um, how to have performance discussions, how to um, how to do process improvement, how to do change implementation, all those sorts of things. All how to painful, interview people. Yeah, the painful kind of things. The painful that work. stuff. Yeah, and then we also started coaching people and uh, providing that. So it's it's a big. Um, a big effort. We've taken on a couple of associates now to add on some new lines of business, and That's it's really awesome. fun. But we use a lot of our own background and our stories in our teaching for, mm-hmm. especially our, one of our most popular coaches uh, courses is how to have conversations with people at work mm-hmm. and how to talk to each other and reduce. I incivility. know so many people that need these courses. I work with a bunch of no. Yeah, well. Incivility is a huge problem in organizations now, and Harvard Business Review did a study a couple of years ago that said it cost the average company $14,000 per employee per year in lost productivity because of incivility. Yeah. Because people feel so awful about working with 
someone. They would rather call in And sick. then they're going and talking to their friends at lunch about how this guy's being jerky yeah. and this person approached me this way. And then you're breeding yeah. toxic, like, work environment issues and things like that. Yeah. It's funny to talk about civility in this day and age. It is. I think that um, it's a lost... It's a, uh, dying art if chivalry is dead civility yeah. is, is civility. close behind it's so true <laughs> because it's you don't really have to be common simple. courtesy uh working with a company right now where um the senior leadership team is so uncivil that they during meetings and presentations even if people that are lower on the ladder than they are mm-hmm. they do work while the people are talking they have <gasps> their laptops at their tables their conference tables and they're doing work <laughs> And might as well just get your phone out on a date. Yeah. Well, they get their phones out too and they text to each other about the person who's What? Oh yeah. That that's very common. That's happened in a lot of industries I've been in. Yeah. And it's I'm like I'm throwing my hands up in yeah. the air in disbelief. I can't even that mm. sounds like something that you would learn not to why I mean teachers High school. Yeah, teachers have a lot of a lot of um mm-hmm. I don't know how teachers are doing it right now with with uh phones and things like that. Yes, I don't know either. Well, it was kind of cool. We worked at one company where they require their managers to leave their laptops and phones on a table by the door when they enter a meeting room. That's... I think it's great. We actually recommended it to one of our other clients. Just leave it on your desk. Like, I mean, if you, I guess if you work in an open office, it's not... Yeah. Well, people have their phones in their pockets or everywhere with them. But now he actually... I We were there starting a training session with them. And he said phones and everybody got up went over to the table put their phones and their laptops on the table and sat back down again that's good i thought it was really it made me it made me think of like the i don't think people do it anymore but i i remember when phones were becoming like the thing that everyone had Mm -hmm. at dinner parties and stuff you'd have to put your phone in the middle of the table and the first person to pick up their phone like even just not even thinking about it like you know oh it's as a second nature they'd have to pay the bill at the dinner Mm -hmm. at the the dinner table and some people have things now where when their kids get home they leave it on a shelf inside the door yeah so they walk in the house they have to put their phone on the shelf i have we have to i mean i have a six month old so i'm already like i can see if oh i'm looking at my phone oh wait no we're playing and it's like i have to put this away this is so bad for no reason yeah yeah no, it's yeah. it's pretty crazy. Yeah, civility is a big a big issue right now and I think a lot of it is as you've talked about being mindful. A lot of it is being mindful of how we sound mm-hmm. and about how we're talking to other people. And if we can't control how they're talking to us, we can control how we react to them. Yeah. And that's that gift that I need to do otherwise if I take it on all the time, mm-hmm. I start I'll get a stomach ache. I'll get a thing in the pit of my stomach because yeah. I'll be so stressed about oh my. people Ruth, around me and the how same. they're behaving. I've uh, like you talked to Phil about what you just said. Like that's I I've the stupid mm-hmm. and cheerful thing helped me a little bit mm-hmm. to get over that. But like this it's is a this is but this is bigger because I really do I really do walk away from oh my gosh she must be thinking this and then yes. this and then this and then this and there's like this weird and you have no idea you're on some kind of worry train that's like left the station and you're like well I guess I'm gonna be thinking about this for the next six days and why yeah, yeah. they they forgot about it and don't we have enough to worry about yeah really a lot to worry about and when we're imagining things that may or may not be true oh my gosh I mean it's it's ridiculous and we bring so many things on ourselves so that gift to 
just like Caroline said, first of all, not use those words to yourself, mm-hmm. either internally or out loud. Mm-hmm. And on the other side, to not jump to conclusions about people and your interactions with them, whether you know them or, or you don't. Yep. And because taking... you will find out things too. Mm-hmm. And then you'll feel badly yeah. that you had that, that feeling like, oh, you know, yeah. Ruth was quiet at that party. She wasn't mad at me. She had to put her cat to sleep that morning. Yeah. You know, like that's, yeah, that's uh, pretty it's, gross. It's extreme, but it happens all the time. Mm-hmm. Like you find out that, oh, so-and-so, I, like I haven't talked to her in so long. Oh, <gasps> this happened. Now I'm thinking about, um, uh, yeah. Well, no, I, I am worried about this per- person mm-hmm. that's wor- a lady that was helping us around the house oh. and Lindsay and I both had the same woman yeah. who was helping us and we haven't heard from her hmm. since December and we're both like if you don't want to talk to us anymore that's cool just send us a thumbs up we haven't heard from her so mm-hmm. we weren't mad but I am yeah. um, yeah. I was ghosted by a friend yeah yeah it's, it's very hurtful and for a little while it was like okay I was the kindness and curiosity quite a lot for yeah. I would say six months Mm-hmm. And tried to reach out and tried to do a few things. Didn't work. Mm. And then I went through the, what did I do? Yeah. For a little while. And now I'm like, I did nothing. I don't know what it is. Yeah. It's yeah. just. Well, yeah. The, the, Whoever is yeah. in that spot in their life. Yeah. Ghosting's an interesting tactic. Yeah. And kindness and curiosity, you know, it's, I would say it works nine times out of ten. Mm-hmm. You can't, first of all, you can't always do it, especially if you're not in a good place. Yeah. And secondly, sometimes people are just awful. Touche. There's there's no getting around it. There are some awful people out there. And that's when you need to have the the mantra that you can get yourself out, extricate yourself from that situation and just leave. And maybe your boss is just awful. Yeah. And every time they do that, it is about you because she doesn't like you and you're trying your best to find a new job and, and get somewhere that's in a positive atmosphere. But... Then, if that's the case, then yeah. you're like, I wonder what made her so awful. Try and always try and come back to the guy. Yeah, curiosity. I feel bad for you. You're yeah. horrific. Yeah. <laughs> like something's really. Oh yeah, no. Ooh, too bad for you. Yeah, too, yeah. Ooh. <laughs> yeah, but I think I think that's just one of the. That's really the tip, and I did perfect. I actually, it meant so much to me. The kindness and curiosity. I did tattoo that phrase on my wrist Mm -hmm. and it impacted it ended up impacting uh the way I dealt with my own team Mm -hmm. and when I left service Ontario not to toot my own horn (laughs) go on um, but we had some of the or I think we had the highest employee engagement score in my team I had 70 people across the province whoa and they loved the coaching methodology that we put in I put into place and that my managers then also put into place with their teams. Mm-hmm. And this is what we started doing. We started trying really hard to ask questions, to seek to understand. I learned to seek to understand from another friend of mine I've known for about 15 years. She's an executive at um, John Hancock. And I learned that phrase, seeking to understand from her. Mm-hmm. Try and find out what's going wrong before you jump to conclusions, before yeah. you open your mouth, before you get mad. Yeah. Ask the probing questions. And so... We really changed the whole way our branch operated in the government. And it was such a positive thing. And it changed the way my relationship with my family 
um, with a lot of my friends. Yeah. It, it really made a huge difference. And we've, like I said, we do it in our business now. We teach other people this. Yeah. And they, you can see, so it doesn't resonate with everyone, but you can see some people when the light comes on and they yeah. go, no, when you said oh this is what God. I want to talk about, I'm like, oh yeah, I, God, <laughs> this I can, this I can use. Yeah. I feel like, yeah, I, 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 I find it easy sometimes and then, and then I can catch myself and it's like, why am I still thinking about this? Like that person's like way moved on and like, yeah. why am I still thinking about this? And it's not benefiting me and it's certainly not solving their problem. They're, yeah. I mean, they've either they've carried on or they're still upset yeah. about whatever, but I'm not solving it by letting the, letting it, letting stew. the spiral and yeah. And you're not, when you're mad at the TTC bus driver or the clerk in the store or mm the guy drives by you and splashes you or whatever, you're just mad. You're just getting yeah. mad at and everything. And you come home and then your yeah. spouse is like, oh, or your friend is like, hey, why, you know, what's what's with the attitude? And it's like, stop, you know, mm-hmm. don't be questioning my attitude. And then you're just, then for the empaths in the room, you're yeah. now creating bad juju. Exactly. Don't, pa- no, no passing around the bad juju. No passing around the bad juju. Okay, so this week, conscious effort to give grace to others i've been trying to be a little bit well i've been called out by my husband this week for failure to um failure to fully implement what carolyn and i talked about in terms of Mm self-compassion and self-talk but he called me up on it and i was like way to go honey you listen to the episode but also Uh it it's it's not as easy as just like i know now and i will do now i have to it's a practice you have to kind of habit yeah yeah make sure that i'm i need to write a list to oh, write a you list. and your lists oh, yeah. and the journals and oh so I gotta start you've writing. You've so much to your weeks already. You're supposed to be having a bath every day. It's not happening. <laughs> when I heard that, this I went. You're <laughs> no, joking. the plan was yes. to like really, really take the take the topic and see for seven days, yeah. like how feasible is this? Is this improving my life mm-hmm. to the point where I'm like, I can't live without this. Like, I still haven't even made it to the week where I'm supposed to drink all the water I'm supposed to drink. Like, the, yeah. even that week. I can't drink that much water. I can't drink that much anything. I need that water bottle you were talking yeah, about. Yeah, I'll find it. Okay. Um, and My sister has a bath every night. See, I want to. Every night. I want to. I don't. But now I find it's eating up the time that I want to do other things. Like, I was going, like, the week that I did the bedtime routine, I had... The baby went into bed. I was like, "Okay, good, you're there." I'm. A, I just started pouring the bath and didn't speak to my husband. I hadn't spoken to him all Gotta day. I'm like, I'm having a bath now. I need to be by myself in this bath. And then I would try and put my phone away, all this stuff. But the routine took so long yeah. that I was like two and a half hours of bedtiming, and then the baby's awake and going like, "Okay, dream feet, you wake me up," you know. So it was not doing yeah. what it was supposed to do. I have to kind of come up with like a, a half an hour, like a quick quick bath bedtime routine. Or maybe a Sunday night routine. Yeah. Maybe it's, something it's like a that. self-care Sunday. Because it's like you'll, you'll be figuring out which things work and which things don't and mm-hmm. then which things work on different types of days. I mean, yeah. you're not – if you're talking about 52 things, you cannot do them In one all day? every night. Nah. Yeah, you're right. You're right. <laughs> so you'll find out which things work <laughs> best and I'll find you that water bottle. Yes, I will look forward to getting that water bottle. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Thank you so much. That was awesome. And you are so I, welcome. I'm really excited because you're like a veteran podcaster. <laughs> so veteran. Uh, yeah. I mean, no. Well, I guess we have like 
I don't know, 25 or so of them, maybe a little more. We had a hiatus when Nicole had her baby. Yeah. I tried to keep it going without her. I couldn't. It's it just hard. It wasn't working, and I couldn't get the right people to... Um, I did one, I think, and then I couldn't get the right people to come in, because we can do them on our own, and then sometimes we interview. Yeah. But when I was trying to interview people, it wasn't working, so... See, that's kind of the, the, the pickle that I've gotten myself into. Like, I've got amazing friends mm. that have, you know, now I'm, I'm on a roll. I've got six, yeah. six just rotate new everybody. voices. And maybe that's what I'll end up doing. Um, but yeah, I was like, mm, I don't think I can do this. It's not a solo podcast and I'm not mm-hmm. going to be necessarily reaching out to, mm-hmm. hey, you run this. Well, to be fair, I did speak to the woman who ran um, the meditation, group meditation. Oh, yeah, the, yeah, yeah. The um, woman who started the quiet company. Mm-hmm. And I was too nervous to be like, hey, maybe I can like interview you on my podcast because I was trying to get a bit of kind of momentum and mm-hmm. work well, out the case. maybe you can. You go back. Yeah. And then you'll feel better about it. Positive self-talk, Brenna. You See? can do this. <laughs> awesome. Well, thank you so much. You're welcome. Okay, bye. Bye. Thanks for tuning in. If you have any suggestions or even if you'd like to chat with me about a topic that is something that you've been working on or um, are an expert in, then just send me a message on Instagram at Bren underscore my lake time and I'd love to uh, chat with you. In the meantime, I hope you have a wonderful week and take care of yourselves. Bye.